Welcome to Teen Talk News. I'm Phil Ross, the co-director of the Epic News Network, a journalism program for the students of Epic Charter Schools. Joining me today, Jensen, Nikki, Christian, and Gracie. We've got a lot of big issues to address today, and one of the first ones we're going to start out with is the Parkland shooting. Jensen, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what happened at his plea hearing? So Nicholas Cruz um, pleaded guilty Wednesday, so yesterday, to murdering 17 people at his former high school in Florida. And he, his um, plead left the jury to decide if he will be executed or not. Um, he was charged with 17 counts of murder and 17 counts of attempted first-degree murder. And um, the first attempted uh, murder is for the, the one the students wounded in the attack in 2018. So um, one of the students who was wounded, he um, gave a statement to the press, and his name is Anthony um, Borge, and he's a former Stoneman Douglas student, and he was shot five times and severely wounded in the attack. And he told reporters that he had accepted Cruz's apology to the students wounded, but it was not his decision to make whether or not he was... um, whether or not Cruz was executed, because in his trial, he had asked that the the survivors were the ones to make the decision on whether or not he was guilty or um, not whether or not he was guilty, whether or not he would be executed. Um, and Anthony, and um, Anthony Borge, he gave a um, statement to the press that said, quote, he, um, he made a decision to shoot the school. I am not God to make the decision to kill him or not. That is not my decision. My decision is to be a better person and to change the world for every kid. I don't want this to happen any to anybody ever again. It hurts. It hurts. It hurt, really hurts. So I am just going to keep going. That's it. End quote. I can't imagine what his state of mind was shooting so many kids. Can't imagine the like the people hearing that he says, "Yes, I'm guilty. Yes, I did this to all these kids." I yeah, just... I um think it's really up to the kids to decide the survivors teachers the staff of the school to decide whether or not he um is executed or not because that was something they went through and they have to deal with to this day so they should have the ultimate choice of what is his fate what was his excuse for it what was his excuse for going into the school like I know it says rampage, but, you know, there can be a lot of things behind a spout of anger. Maybe somebody or like, I haven't looked much into the story. I have. It's been a while since I've heard of that name and it coming up again. I don't remember like what what were his reasonings, what caused it. I just want to know what was going through his brain while he was shooting up this school with all these students. I agree. Yeah, um, what but I, for, what I, there wasn't an actual reason given for doing that. Um, it just says that he had been expelled from Stoneman Douglas a year earlier because he had a history of threatening um, behavior and violent behavior that dated even back to his, whenever he was in preschool. So he had a very long and violent past and then he um, was expelled and then there was no actual reason given for doing it um but there was he said that he was extremely sorry and that he could not live with himself sometimes but most of the parents were not impressed with it um gina hoyer who no, i wouldn't be impressed either shooting, not gonna lie. said that 
I do agree. Yeah. Um, um, Gina Hoff Hoyer, her 15-year-old son, died in the shooting, and she said that she saw it as part of a defense strategy to keep a violent, evil person off of death row. That is a quote from her. And then um, there was another parent. Let me see if I can find the name. Um, he... One of the a fa- the father of another student who died said that he thinks that the um apology that he gave on in court was just a like sympathy plea that um quote he did not that um oh, he Nicholas Cruz did not deserve end quote um yeah they, so most of the parents yeah, were my, not impressed with him apologizing they think that it's just sympathy please and that it's not true i mean sometimes they will just put on a show to like oh no i do not want to get killed in prison so you know i'm just gonna go here yeah Yeah. to help their uh sentence or whatever uh consequences they may face and also um that's what uh couldn't they try for like um crazy like if they went to some kind of therapy for it i'm I'm sure he did sure he did have to go to some kind of like counseling to see like why so what did wouldn't he kills- could, couldn't he have been like posed as crazy yeah because i know you can yeah, like he, he pose could've. as crazy and you can get out of being killed insanity plea yeah that's uh yeah. what a lot of um people who are accused of uh, this horrible stuff um try to get a way out you know so mm. I mean, if you if you kill seventeen people, and why why should someone uh, care about your life? You know, you didn't let those people choose life and death. Why should we let you choose? You know, so I, I in my opinion, I do believe uh, he should be executed, but everybody has their own opinions. So, right. That is fair. Um, the on the insanity plea thing, um, on the insanity plea um, point, um, there is the defense team is um, planning to present evidence that will most likely include testimony about Cruz's life, including his long history of mental and emotional instability. Um, also, his his father's death when he was five, and his mother his mother also died um, four months before the shooting. Um, on the insanity oh, plea deal, he does have a long of history of not mean both violence and mental. I, I, yeah, I but know. there's like counseling for that um, and that don't go into a shooting. I feel like when you have all these emotional things going on and it is hard and, you know, you can go to counseling, you can go to a school where you could feel loved. But like some people obviously don't feel loved in the school that he was at. Um, but like, I mean, there were certain reasons for that. And so he won't say his reasoning. But I could believe that he was going through things at the time and he just decided to bring it out on the school that expelled him and didn't like really care. So, I mean, that's another thing with um, it's not really giving him a chance to like, oh, just because his parents died or, you know, different things going on. I feel like he was taking it out on other students because of that reason. Like um, he said that. We, he didn't give those kids a choice of life or death. Why should we? It was kind of just that you took so many lives and so many hearts that might be actually great and like how they could be a future, but you took them and you will never know. Wrong place, wrong time. He could have gotten the help 
if he really was going through the, you know, the difficulty, but I know that it isn't always an easy option, somebody going through something so difficult. But what we can pose him for is what he, what he did with that anger and that frustration. I wouldn't be the one to say he deserves death because then that, that doesn't make me feel right. Even though he's been taking all of these, you know, he took all of them the rest of that life. Um, but I do need to point out that this was not a just this was not a act in like just ran, this was not a random act. There are there is actual evidence of him planning it out um, and for a long time. And he has also made threats and they have evidence of videos taken on cell phones of him making threats. So this was not a um, random act of violence out of anger or anything. Like a freak this accident. was planned out, but I do. I, I mean, it still doesn't but make I it do right, agree. you know, it's 17 um, um, people. I, I do agree. Um, I don't feel right. I do. Um, um, I feel very sad about how many people died and how many people were hurt and affected and they're never going to recover they're never going to truly recover from that but i do not feel right with say with being the one to condemn him i do not think that is my place because there's i have not been through anything even remotely similar to the absolute horror that the um survivors of this massacre um have been through so it is not i do not believe that it is my place um to condemn him to anything yeah, that is a good point. Uh, it, it truly is the survivor's choice of what happens to Nicholas Cruz. They asked for that, didn't they? They asked to, you know, make the decision. No, Nicholas Cruz was the one who said that he believes that the survivors can make a decision. And we only have a quote oh. from one survivor about that. And that's what I read earlier. And he was the one who said that he does not think that it is his position and he does not think that he should he can be like told to play god on whether or not he would live or die that is a direct quote from him mm -hmm. i don't know if that would be allowed honestly no it would be up to the jury to make that decision and in florida they have to have 12 jurors in unanimous agreement in order to uh, sentence someone to death so that is going to be a trial that will be upcoming and I'm sure we'll hear a lot of emotional testimony coming out of that. Our next big topic today is news that kind of broke yesterday about the White House's plan emerging about how we're going to distribute vaccinations to children aged 5 to 11 uh, for COVID-19. This has been something a lot of parents have been waiting for for a very long time. Uh, and it looks like we're getting, uh, within just a few weeks, of potentially getting approval for the first vaccine for children. Jensen, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what you've read on the vaccine plan? So currently, um, they're in, like you said, the next few weeks, they're expecting authorization for the Pfizer vaccine. That's all the, that's all we have right now, just the Pfizer vaccine. Um, and it will be available for, for children ages 5 to 11, and they could get it at their pediatrician's office or even at their um, school, but that we're not entirely sure about that, about the 
school part, it will be if it does get um, authorized, it will be available at the pediatrician's office and possibly their local pharmacy or school. Um, and the, the federal regulators will meet over the next two weeks so they can weigh the safety and effectiveness of getting lo giving low dose shots to to roughly 28 million children in that age group. Um, and then within hours of formal approval, um, the and um, that will most likely either happen or get denied whenever the Food and Drug Administration um, signs off and a Centers for Disease and Control Prevention Advisory Panel meets on November 2 and 3. Um, and hours after that, if it gets approved, even like up probably around hours after, so very quickly, we'll, um, two to three million doses will begin going out to providers across the country, and they will include smaller needles because you're they are injecting the vaccine into small children. Um, and then within days, it will be um, available on a wide scale. I can imagine and people being hesitant vaccine because of what the information that some of my, that we're getting here in Altus. What I'm being told is that a lot of family friends are getting this vaccine. Like they're adults, though. A lot of a lot of friends that family friends that are getting the vaccine, they're getting sick, like right after, and so people are worried about getting it for their kids. Like I haven't even gotten it yet because of that worry. Well, they're injecting with um, COVID vaccines, flu vaccines. They're injecting you with basically a slight of covid or the flu or something like that so your body can get immune to it so that's another thing which yeah. people get the flu uh, some of them like the body will fight it off super fast and some of them they just don't they just you know they get sick and then they're done with it and then your body's basically immune to it so when um you start getting uh, like you have a hint of covid then your body automatically is like oh i've seen this before and starts to stop it just to jump in real quick on the vaccines, uh, one thing for just to make sure that we're all factual here is that some people, whenever they do get the vaccines, do get slight uh, flu-like symptoms afterwards because it is kind of proof that it is working. There are two versions out there right now. First is the Johnson & Johnson, which is more of a traditional vaccine, which uh, is like Gracie was explaining. The Pfizer vaccine, which is uh, what we're talking about for children, is what's called an mRNA vaccine. These are the first of their kind, and they contain the uh, essentially the information for your cells to say this is the type of protein that COVID-19 produces in your body. Be on the lookout for it, and this is how you fight it. Uh, and so when you introduce that to a body, some people have uh, reactions to that saying, okay, yeah, my cells are going into immediate uh fight off this virus mode to say, yes, we've, we recognize this is the protein and we're going to develop an immune response and that's going to be your fever and your, you know, little body aches, but it usually quickly passes. Uh, just in full disclosure, I've had uh, both my doses of Pfizer vaccine and had no reaction for the first shot and had a, uh, kind of a, the next day had a, a little, you know, 99 degree fever and kind of a little lethargic and, you know, body aches the next day. I'm like, oh, man, this is okay. It's working. I'm I'm seeing something, but that passed in just a few hours. So that's the kind of vaccine that we're talking about uh, that would be going uh, for the children. And also the children. I don't know. It might be based on a lot of misinformation. But like they were sitting on the news. They're not giving full doses. Yeah. 
Because yeah, when you're injecting a child with the different things, is that it's very different from injecting an adult because they use different side effects. They have different, you know, their bodies are a little bit smaller and not as immune, immune to different viruses. So, I mean, some of them can react of, um, you know, really badly. They could just be sick. They could be throwing up. They could be doing all this stuff that, you know, usually the flu-like sy symptoms or but some of them they'll just get the vaccine and they'll be fine so you have to be careful to how your body is like in those situations yeah and that's uh why a lot of vaccination stations ask you to stay 15 minutes after you get the vaccine to see how you're gonna do um how you're gonna react to it so they definitely um make sure you're okay after you get it and like right. uh, i've just, read um, that adults and like older adults and smaller children or people that have sicknesses they're the people that get them like they get sick very often me i am a sickly person i get sick and i just like anything that comes my way i can get sick and so it's very hard for me when i don't have the vaccine and so when i do get those kind of things it's really hard for my body to fight it off and so i mean it's very different because it could kill small children like they're doing the vaccines for the small children and it could kill older people or sicknesses and everything like that but that's just how i feel yeah it really comes down to do you want to take that chance uh or do you want to get the vaccine and um you know, be safe. I know a lot of people have their different views on it and how it'll affect them, but you really just have to look at the facts and, um, I guess the statistics as well. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd really wouldn't want to get COVID and it hurt me more than if I were to get the vaccine and it give me a little bit of a cough for a few hours, you know? Right. I mean, um, I just moved from New York and that, it's pretty crazy because like now you can't go anywhere without your vaccination card. And so like even small children, when, you know, they didn't even come out with a vaccine for them, even small children have to have it to go anywhere. And some people are against it. Like they'll just stay at home. And some people like you have to like go to the grocery store and some people, you know, now get online and they order the groceries and it comes to them because they can't go outside because they're against the vaccine. So, and, or if they have small children, they have a lot of small children. Like it's a lot, they have a lot of different things and you can't really go outside anymore. I know just yeah, a lot I was of people that my family knows are scared. They're just scared of, because we, we heard of one vaccine because of the Catholic faith, we're against a, like something, something in something in the vaccine we've been told or like some kind of rumors, I guess of like the vaccine containing something for like abortions and stuff like that. And because of the Catholic faith, we don't support or we don't right. recommend, we don't like abortions whatsoever. And so a lot of people were nervous and scared and frustrated with that point. But I know they're slowly edging into it. So I know like they're not gonna get it immediately. They're just, you know, kind of, thinking about it they're thinking about getting like a separate version because of the fact of how many like church friends family friends are getting sick and they're recommending getting the vaccine 
Right. Just so and you I don't mean, have they to, also you know, are talking about pregnant women because I mean it is hard for to get a vaccine and like when you go to the doctor they'll ask you like hey you know are are you pregnant do you know if you're pregnant like anything like that and they'll give you tests nowadays because you know you never know if they give you a vaccine it could harm or even kill the baby so I mean it's very different from just a regular vaccine that you can just go get yeah there was a um, news story a few months ago about a pregnant woman who didn't want to get the vaccine yet because she didn't know how it would affect her baby. But uh, unfortunately, she passed away from COVID um, and the baby did too. So it's really one of those, it's not all political, you know. It, do you want to risk it? Do it you really want to risk losing a baby? I'm going to jump in real quick here just to, you know, make sure that we all know that the CDC does. Uh, I mean, obviously, there are a lot of uh, issues relating to pregnancy and that, but it is, um, it has been safe for women and. Uh, doctors are recommending it for pregnant uh, women uh, because it th there have been a number of women who have lost their lives uh, and you know they're and, and they were kept alive so they could have the child and the child now doesn't have a mother because they lost um, a life to covid so I don't believe that there have been any reported deaths of uh, children because of the vaccine. Well, that's good. That's good. No, there's. I mean, there is a lot of uh, information and misinformation out there, and it's. Uh, I think it's uh, good for journalists and good for everybody to really look for reliable uh, resources and reliable information. Uh, and that kind of leads us into our next topic on misinformation. Nikki, you have found this interesting article that, as the world continues to still investigate where COVID nineteen originated, we most uh, most research points to Wuhan, China, as the as the source for it. Uh, however, the China is not wanting to necessarily be blamed for this global health crisis. Uh, what is the new conspiracy theory that you have found, Nikki? There, okay, so it goes back to social media. They found just these tons of Twitter accounts giving information that this batch of crabs being shipped to some seafood market had some like deal with Corona some origin like original source or whatever and twitter is looking into all these like accounts that are like saying the same information over and over again to seeing the uh, this authenticity or like if it's reliable work or if it's just a bunch of spam accounts like hacked accounts right and that's what's Which so is, hard finding funny, uh different things that, nowadays it's crabs I mean, there's different monsters. resources that you just have to be careful uh, with that because, I mean, you can just get, uh, from a journalist's perspective, you can get a lot of different things that are just not correct and it could be blamed on you because you are the one who's giving out the information yes. and it's not right because it's just not the truth and you have to find the right resources that are factual and that you just have to keep on going because I mean there's a lot of different things that I've been looking up and I'm just like I have to do my research on it because it just it doesn't sound true and so if I wrote that in mind then all of these other people that are reading it are like oh my gosh no way so I mean that's another thing with social media it's crazy and you just get false information all the time yeah social media especially in a global health crisis is very dangerous uh, what people can uh, say um, all that misinformation, you know. Like a a, a joke could turn leave. into like an entire, you know, alarm shut down. Is this true or not? Which is it's just it's just almost amusing that it's a 
a batch of lobsters to a seafood market. Well, you'd be surprised. Uh, you know, seafood market is a huge market. People love their seafood. So. Yeah. And another thing with like Especially China the- getting blamed, like that's another thing. Like, I mean, did it originate from China? Who knows? Because I mean, it could have been in Europe and we just never knew it. And we just thought it was, you know, a different flu-like symptom that are like, oh my gosh, these are new symptoms. And then all of a sudden a doctor in China was like, no, it's a different type of thing. Like, I mean, I feel like COVID's been around forever, but now it's finally getting serious and finally getting out places. I mean, it doesn't mean that it's from China though, just because a lot of people, I mean, we have a whole world that it could have been from here. It could have been from Oklahoma. We just never know. I mean, that... Probably there's a bunch of different um, viruses that we don't even know yet. It might be some crazy iceberg. Yeah, we we don't know where it originated. (laughs) We just know that in Wuhan, China. Yeah, we don't know where it really originated, like where it got its start. But we know that it really. um, We found out about its cases in Wuhan, and then it spread thousands and thousands, and then now everybody's talking about it in the whole world so it's really one of those things you can't really point fingers we have to really get through it together and have the whole world work together to get through it you know we can't just like there's even if uh somebody did make it there's nothing you can do about it now we just have to get it's already out it's already out it's already done that's just my take on it yeah it's just Maine's lobster industry. It says here, Maine's lobster industry has been caught in the crossfire of U.S.-China trade relations for several years. So I guess it's just they haven't they haven't been comfortable with the you know what's being put between the ocean and them. What what they're giving and what we're giving back. Yeah. But back on like what where it originated from. I think a lot of it is just like there's. I don't. What's the right word? They're they they think it came from there. They're just. They're confused and they want to blame it on something because it's taking so much from like people, yeah. from people's it, lives, I, from people's daily work. Yeah, that anger, you know, it, it can lead to a lot of irrational thinking, which you see a lot of like times back on, on the, the internet. On the shooting, back on that shooting, he wanted something or he could have wanted something, you know, to blame it on out of frustration. And he yes. blamed it on innocent mental instability feelings. and innocent kids. But I know we were trying to, you know, end off on a lighter tone. So <laughs> let crabs go with you. They are seafood. They're good. This was just a Twitter or no, some Twitter, you know, misunderstanding came. It was a joke turned out into a, you know, shutdown. Is this all OK? Is this true? We should we should be looking into this. And with that, let's wrap it up for today. Great discussion, everybody. For Gracie, Christian, Nikki, and Jensen, I'm Phil Cross with the Epic News Network, and we'll talk to you next week.